another listener who was explaining this to me ended it this way. I think I spend slash waste more energy on people who don't even have a direct impact on my life than those who actually do. And that does sound familiar to me. Why do I waste so much time and energy trying to impress people I'll never see again? You're listening to the Two Gomers podcast, a show about two regular guys in their 40s embracing midlife, chasing healthy aging, and inviting a nation along for the run. This is episode 401. Who am I trying to impress anyway? Part two for February 16th, 2024. This, the second part of the Who Am I Trying to Impress Anyways episode 401 of the Two Gomers podcast. This is Anthony speaking, one of those two aforementioned gomers coming to you from Atlanta, Georgia, with my friend Stephen, all the way out in Flagstaff, Arizona. People have been stewing on that cliffhanger for two weeks. I know. It's, I mean, what, what is this? Best of both worlds, part one and two from <laughs> Star Trek The Next Generation or something? <laughs> What is this? Han and Kryptonite? Yeah. <laughs> Luke, I am your father. That's not Wait, the... Carbonite. Carbonite. What did I say? You said Kryptonite. Oh, I got Superman on the brain. Oh, my um, gosh. Oh, yeah, that's all the Puzo chat. Yeah, too much Puzo chat. So mm-hmm. we want to get to part two, to the part yep. two. It's hard to say. Say that five times yep. fast. As soon as uh-huh. possible. But we want this to be a nice, full episode for folks. So... This is what's going to happen. Surprise, surprise. We are going to start with the return Mm. of songs to run to. Mm. Wow. Wow. Those two weeks of waiting, it's going to be worth it. We're going to do some songs to run to, something we haven't done for probably a decade. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. But during part one of this episode, we talked about, yeah, we want to start mixing it up a little bit. With mm-hmm. the opening segments, and so we're gonna do so. Songs to run to. Then we will go into the core question where we take a deeper look at a way that we're chasing health in midlife. This week, part two of Who Am I Trying to Impress Anyway? The cliffhanger being I revealed the big reveal, right? Mm-hmm. Was that you, Anthony Georgeson, are somebody who I try to impress. Hmm. What could that mean? What are the ramifications? You'll find out. Wow. And then we will end with a what's giving us life this week, and of course, a ton of fun stuff along the way. So here on the Two Gomers podcast, we want to make big strides toward health, but sometimes we need musical help getting there. So this is Songs to Run To. I dare you. Songs to run to? Songs to run to? Question mark? Do my eyes and ears deceive me? I'm clutching <laughs> my pearls. Songs to run to? This is something we used to do every week. Can you believe that? Mm, yeah. I Actually, I can because I used to be running every week. Well, that's true. So 
I was thinking as I was typing this out into our notes, is this a misnomer? Is this like a red delicious apple? It's not what it says it is. Mm. You mean not those aren't delicious? Oh, sick. Red okay. delicious apples are the mealiest crap ever. Yeah, that's, that's so funny. Well, no, because I don't like them either. No offense, guys. You're really cool, but we don't we think you're oh, mealy and everything. I think it's I think it's universally agreed upon that red delicious is the worst apple wow that is yeah i mean that is for sure my felt experience (laughs) good it's your truth i'm saying it's also the truth wow okay yeah because we're you know we're we were a honeycrisp family for years and then Mm -hmm. we were introduced to the fuji love fuji we're a we're a pretty much a fuji family but we still do honeycrisps Honeycrisp is a little large, I would say. Humongous. You put that it's, in to lose it, it's like it's like half your day. <laughs> I would Which say is good because it's, you know, we also do the double Big Mac. You should choose the Honeycrisp. <laughs> right. That's too many calories. Big. <laughs> it takes like half an hour to eat a Honeycrisp. <laughs> and it's definitely hard to pack into a, a school lunch. Uh-huh. Yeah. So if, if you're packing a school lunch, I think Fuji is where it's at. Yeah, although we we get these bags of like these little mini honey crisps. Mm-hmm. Uh, the girls do like those. Mm-hmm. They're, they're There's a, a tartness tangy. in the honey crisp that is hard uh-huh. to beat. Yeah, I I I do like a Fuji though. Wait a minute, are we wasting content here? Are Sorry. We, this, uh, perfect. We, we, perfect Apple actually is a really great episode. Like we actually. Do a perfect food episode about not about something that is horrible for you. Okay, actually, okay, we should do this in the fall, and I absolutely love this, and we should taste them like we did the Reese's. Sorry to our misophonia friends because that is going to be crunching hard. Oh, yeah, into that's going to be some apple ASMR. All that to say, red delicious apple, get real. Delicious is not the case, as is the run part of songs to run to. <laughs> Although I'm getting back out there, so great. Um, yeah, um, I think originally we were also thinking maybe songs to run to would be part of what helps people get out there. Mm-hmm. Totally, you can listen to music while you run, right? That gets you pumped. I know. Or for me, often it gets me settled into a pace. Yeah, like the beat. The beat or even like the feel. Like sometimes a song that's too hype right. doesn't work for me on a run. I like I like something that settles me in to be fully present. Where be isn't that like be where your feet are? Be, be where your like feet it? are. Yep. Right. Yeah. Yep. Um so I don't know. Do you want to go first on this? age-old endeavor which is to present songs to run to to our listeners um sure <laughs> are you sure this didn't seem very confident i'm actually pretty sure yours is probably better <laughs> well no i mean i mine that was is a good mine no is i'm just good. kidding no, yours is gonna slap mine is old mine's over a hundred years old <laughs> okay <laughs> mine is I was gonna say mine is old, but it's not over a hundred years old. Mine is over yeah. mine is almost thirty years old. How about that? Oh, okay. Did it come from vinyl? Did it come from listening to vinyl records? Guess what? 
It did. What? Nice. Now, this is the weird thing. Usually, that we did talk about the opposite of this, right? Where we listen to it on Spotify and then we buy the record so that we can have the physical copy and show it off. This is the opposite. Yep, the, the Spotify trophy. Right. This, this okay. is, I got into it on vinyl and then realized, I can't take that machine on a run with me. I got to listen to it on Spotify as well. Yeah, it would skip all around. You'd be scratching it. It'd be snap, crackling, popping. They don't that, have that this, skip protection that Anthony had on his dashboard <laughs> CD player. Yep, totally. Maybe I'll pivot and do oh. a record. No, I'm going to stick with what I was. I'm going to stick with where, where I was going. Okay. I like this that we have songs to run to and yours is almost or over 100 <laughs> years old. Where else are you going to hear that, folks? And maybe I used it before, but it's just I've been so into it lately. So. Well, and like I said, it's been over a decade, I think, then we since we've True. done songs to run to. So nobody will hold that against you. True. Okay, good. Okay, good. I, I can't. I got to hear this 100-year-old song that you run to. All right, dude. So people ask me all the time, like, what's mm -hmm. your favorite, you know, what's your favorite symphony? What's okay. your favorite piece of music, you know? Uh-huh. And, you know, you could ask me the same thing. What's your favorite Tim Keller sermon? Yeah. Right? Yep. Um, and uh, my the the best answer that I've ever heard, and I, I stole this from a friend, uh -huh. is the one I'm listening to right now or the okay. one I'm playing right now. Okay. And what is it? Uh, and so right now, this week, uh -huh. uh, the ASO is doing The Planets <gasps> by Gustav Holst. Oh, boy. Now, I have a favorite planet. Mm. I wonder if it's the same planet. I'm going to write oh. it down. Everybody's I'm gonna favorite. write it down. Oh, it's, is it everybody's? It's, then it's, it's everybody. Then I've it, okay. It's everybody's favorite planet. I mean, sorry that that wasn't saying it wasn't wouldn't be yours. Well, maybe not. I wrote okay. it down. Okay. And I'm actually trying to draw it. It's got like a little. It's got a little sunspot on it. Mm -hmm. Massive gaseous anomaly. Planet. Oh yeah. Yep. Mm, All right. Tell me what it is so I can feel good about myself that my planet is everybody's favorite planet. Jupiter, dude. Oh, man. Yes. Love me some Jupiter. Oh, my gosh. It is so great. So, I, I, you know, I know that although you just said that you like music to settle you in or to yeah. be a vibe. Yeah. And, man, I mean, I, I haven't played the planets I don't think I've played it in seven or eight years. and That's more recent than I've played it. I, I guess it's been like almost 30 years since I've played it. Okay, yeah. Um, I don't think I've played it here, even though there's uh -huh. four bassoon parts. So if we have done it, then I did, but I don't remember. Um, okay. And uh, man, it's such a great piece of music. And so the, the crazy thing about it is... And is um, all over the place are sci-fi spots where where sci-fi composers have have lifted either exactly or you know just thematically or you know chord progressions you know yep i even remember when we did play this mm -hmm. in high school yep i remember roberta stelic mm. who didn't yep typically come to our concerts or like classical music said i loved that one because it sounded like a movie score uh so my my thought is does it sound like a movie score or do movie scores sound like it 
that's it's the second one, of course. It's like when somebody watches um, Lord of the Rings and they're like, this is copying every other fantasy movie I've ever seen. No, 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 no. Right. That right. is the start of all fantasy movies that you've ever seen. That's what they're copying it. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's that's obvious. That's that's absolutely true. Um, what what I was thinking was, um, did he, like how like I was like how did he, how was he so genius that he created the sounds of sci-fi movies? Oh, I see that, what you mean. That's what I mean. You know, like because did he create the sound of sci-fi movies, or since they used his music? Mm-hmm. You know, as inspiration to make the sound of sci-fi, I I, I guess it's kind of a yeah. chicken or the egg. But you well, know, no, you know it, what I mean? it, Gustav Holtz is some sort of prophet, bro. Like yeah. he saw the right. He he just knew it's some sort of miracle. Yeah, <laughs> he created the sound of space. Yep, he did. He, yeah. it's, that's why it's so great. And there are so many sounds that mm-hmm. I had never heard before, that mm-hmm. many had never heard before. And so Jupiter is so exuberant and joyful and it's a fantastic song to run to there's a hymn in the middle of it which is i one of my favorite melodies ever written and so simple an eighth grader can play it a a fifth grader can play it right absolutely we played Mm -hmm. it in like we played jupiter in sixth grade band or or the the multi-generational band you know when like the high schoolers would go back right and play with the middle schoolers Mm mm-hmm Man, that's good. Uh, so, is there a particular movie that you think Jupiter reminds you of, or that you hear Jupiter in, or is it just all space movies? Yeah, well, yeah. So, kind of like the majestic hymn of it, uh-huh. um, which I was trying to find. Apparently, it, he wrote the melody in there. But there have been multiple hymns, okay, both Christian hymns, and then there's one that it was a hymn sung at the wedding of. Uh, Princess Diana and Charles, Prince Charles. Okay. Mm-hmm. Called uh, I Vow to Thee, My Country. Okay. Uh, but he wrote the melody. Because that's some what I, patri- I was. Some patriotic British hymn. Right. Yeah. It, it's just so noble and beautiful Uh and so like that sound of like all the strings and brass and winds together Mm -hmm. um is tons of movies okay i I can't think of one in particular but we do saturn if you want to boot up Mm -hmm. saturn sounds Mm -hmm. exactly like alien jerry goldsmith i was gonna say mars has that Oh, well, Mars is in. Mars? Yeah, that's the opening of, you know, episode four. Yep. A New Hope. I see. Yeah. For sure. I guess at the end of Alien where it's like, aliens. I'm thinking of aliens. How foolish of me. No, no, but you're right. You're absolutely right. I mean, that's he, he, it's there. It's at the beginning of New Hope. Uh, but like the opening with the Nostromo in Alien is uh-huh. Saturn from the okay. Planets by Gustav Holst. I love it. And it's so, so good. Oh, just all over this 50 minute, you know, symphony is yeah. just so much sci-fi. So I love it. Listen to the whole thing. But for mm-hmm. running, I would recommend Jupiter. 
And if you're going to listen to a symphony like that, you are getting hype and you are getting settling in. And yeah. you're, I mean, it's like just how long is the whole thing? Planets, uh, you know, about 50 minutes. Great. So, so there, you could do a, you could do a slow 5K or a fast 10K. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't you know. could do. I'd say it'd be a good for me. That'd be a good mm-hmm. four mile run, four to five. Okay. Or no, not mm-hmm. five. Certainly not five. But like that'd be a good four mile, uh, okay. or a nice walk, a nice, sure. you know, beautiful walk. And um, yeah, it's it's just so so amazing. It's beautiful. And uh, the recording I've been listening to is Philadelphia Orchestra with Eugene Ormandy. Um, just classic. It's the same guy that did that the Glorious Christmas album that I told told you all about, and gave me, and gave you. Yep. So it's yep. that era. Okay. And it kind of sounds like they put a lot of mics throughout it. Like okay. it's not like two mics in the hall. So because sometimes like the snare drum sounds it's like it's right by your ear, <laughs> or yeah. the you know the winds are like right there, or the chimes or something. So it's it's pretty. It's cool. actually mic'd correctly. Yeah, well, actually, no, I'm I'm not going to criticize anybody. It sounds okay. a little bit like they were experimenting, so sometimes things kind of pop oh, out. So I don't know I if see. they were trying something, you know, like stereophonic to make it like mm-hmm. that. Um. Anyways, it was now. It was do really you cool. own this record? I don't. I'm not. Remember, I'm not buying anything for hundred days. If you want to find it for me, I'll take well, it. Well, birthday is coming up. <laughs> I was going to say, put it on my list. Oh. For next Christmas, because that is a record I would love to own. Okay, sweet. All right, I'll start okay. looking. Okay, so my song is not 30 years old, I'm realizing. It's almost 50 years old. So not 100, but uh, halfway there. How about that? Um, That's great. And it is, to tell you, uh, credit where credit's due. You were into this band before I was. Mm. And so the song I'm playing, I don't know if you can hear it. Can you hear it? Oh, yeah. Okay, so this is, um, we've mentioned this album several times, Steely Dan's Asia. Yeah. I think this is, I I picked this song because I I thought Peg, this is Peg off of Asia, Steely Dan. I think this is a good, like, gateway drug into Steely Dan. Yep. 1977, and it sounds all of 1977. Do you know what I mean? It does. Oh, yeah. It also kind of sounds like what cool bands are trying to sound like right now. That is a really good point. Because you can hear Corey Wong in here. Yes. Right? And so, like, obviously, somebody like Corey Wong has done his homework and listened to Steely Dan and... Um, is trying to get there, um, but nobody does it. And this is new to me, realizing that nobody does it quite like Steely Dan, probably mm. because there's a hundred people in the band or something yeah. that are all alternating in and out. <laughs> there, no, no song has the same band playing it, but they're right. all Steely Dan. <laughs> and so it is kind of like a... Um, it is sort of Crayon's dream to get into Steely Dan. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I would start, if I were you, listener, with Asia, A-J-A. Yep. And Peg is a great one to start with on that album. So, I mean, think about just, you're on mile two of a 5K. Mm. 
this is how you should be feeling. Oh, you, I mean, you, you can't be, you can't be sad listening to this, right? No, you, there is a lightness of being that you need on the last mile of your 5k. So Steely Dan, 1977 peg off of their album. Asia. Can't you hear the dude or something, you know, Oh yeah. like just walking around? This might be a song to walk to, oh, man. but I, I like running to it as well. And you hear Michael McDowell on there, on the those triads there at the end, like this oh, in this yeah. chorus, uh-huh. you know? Yep. Mm, this is good. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. Listen to that. <laughs> Hello. So good. All right, bro. Songs to run to. We're back, baby. Yeah, that that feels musical. Feels love it. Yeah, it it feels uh feels like what's old is new again. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. Now, we are now going to listen to part two. Okay. Just a reminder of what you've heard already. We were talking about the kinds of people that people try to impress. Try to get validation. Mm-hmm. Dang it. What's the word that you oh, like approval. to use instead? Approval in their lives. And the bomb I drop is that this is not just some metaphysical, theoretical thing we're talking about. Somebody on Zoom that mm. I want to impress most in my life. And that was you. Wow. And then we cut. Cliffhang that. <laughs> Sylvester <laughs> Stallone hanging off a mountain. Cliffhanging it. <laughs> Yep. All right, bro, should we head into the core? Yeah, let's do it. I don't know if we might keep this in. We might not keep this in. Okay. But I would say I'm just going to be as honest as I can right, right now. Like, somebody I want to impress most is you. Hmm. You're an impressive guy. You have achieved a lot in your life. <laughs> you you make more money than me. <laughs> Which you know that's what keeps me up at night. Oh, <laughs> like man. not who who am I trying to impress, but what can I afford? Right? All right. Um mm-hmm. we're very close friends. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking a lot about this. You know a lot of people in my field mm. that are very impressive and are much more accomplished than me. And you love them. Mm-hmm. And even though we are close friends, and I know, bro, I know in the depths of my soul that you love me. And whether you're impressed with me or not doesn't care. It doesn't matter, right? Mm-hmm. But I think you, I think all the guys we always talk about, I think you, Alex, Hack, Chad, mm-hmm. I want to, I, I don't know why. And I've grown a ton in this. And I'm going to give some tips at the end because I have grown a ton in this. But I would say yeah. if there's still a group of people in my life that I want to impress, it's that group. Wow. Um, so... I try to, I, uh, sometimes I will like 
have to delete something I put in that group text because yeah. it's so obviously me trying to impress you guys. So I've gotten better at it, but I don't know. I When a lot of people said friends and across the board, when I asked them if that was a positive or a negative, they said negative. Yep. Um, okay. I don't didn't know we were going to go there, and I don't really know how to respond to that. Sorry. Like, you know. No, no, no. I, it, I, it's like the whole reason to talk about this stuff is so that people can relate. Uh-huh. Um, so, I mean, like, you know, I'm blown away by you. I'm inspired by you. A lot. I think that it goes the exact same way mm-hmm. for me to you. I want you to think I'm awesome. Why wouldn't of I? Like, of course, and of course I do. Like... But what like what does no, but what, what I mean does is, it matter yeah. for us to be telling you like that's sometimes I wonder that like <laughs> like I could tell you and, and I believe this a hundred percent I am as impressed with you as I'll ever be. You could not yeah. do anything else in your life that would impress me more than I've already been impressed by you, mm. right? And like you could be the friggin' principal bassoonist of what Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Berlin. Sure. Yeah. These are just ones that you've mentioned. And right. I would be equally impressed with you as I am right now. Because who cares? First I, of all, about I that. care a lot about you. But, right. um, and my guess is you feel the same about me. Yeah. So that that's what I was going to say is I feel like with the running stuff, like mm. I totally let you down. Total failure, and I'm uber impressed. I already said this in this episode. I know. People, welcome to our therapy session. <laughs> Two people said that to me in the in the insta. They were like, "What do I owe you for this free therapy session?" Right. But like, I mean, the fact that you did that half marathon with basically a club leg and a wife with horrible COVID, and you still did it. How could you, how could I not be blown away impressed by that? You know what I mean? Like, I'm so, like, I, I'm impressed by your zero inbox. I'm impressed by a million <laughs> things. Um, it, it's so funny because you're absolutely right. And I mean, this is like the gift that a great friend is, mm-hmm. is like Tim Keller says, to be fully known and fully loved yeah. is the desire of every human heart, mm-hmm. which is why we, why we, don't know like we don't we don't want people to find out our shadow side we don't want people to find out our bad stuff yeah it's because like if you actually knew me Mm -hmm. you wouldn't love me and of course there is only one that truly fully knows us and can only truly fully truly love us right yeah um and that's god Mm -hmm. but a great friend and a great spouse like aaron and i are the same way you and jessica are the same way like i don't feel like when i come home i have to impress her Right. But I do love doing crap that impresses her. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, pe- oh, and people baby. listed their spouses on this, right? And mostly they spouses said that was a- that was uh, positive. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I-, I had one friend that he was like actually kind of lived in fear of his spouse. And actually, I'm sure people that are listening have had that. And we had, we had a couple of people say that, interestingly. Yeah, they, I mean, like, people don't feel- were brutally honest with us on this thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
So I'm on this social media fast, so I didn't see any of this. Dang it, but I'm going to go back and It's, it's like, pretty and interesting. Read. Yeah. Um, wow. So keeping up with the Joneses is where we're at. Yep. And I think it does play into friendships. And it yeah. plays into couple like you guys said you're starting that small group with couples, right? Uh-huh. Soon. Yep. It I mean that happens with couples. Like and we even have it like our, our best friends here are the Rosenbaums. We mm-hmm. love them. You've yep. met them. They're amazing. Yep. Uh you know, there's probably some of that with each other, but we're had such a vulnerable, great relationship that but it's like you get I don't know, like let's say your friends get a new this or that. Yeah. You know, or I, I can't even think of any good examples, but no, a new or car your neighbors, or a, a, isn't yeah. that what keeping up with the Joneses is? That, like, that's oh, well, what they got it is. New... I mean, the term means the Joneses is the general term for like anybody that lives in your neighborhood. Right. Right. And I think with, with friends, peers, coworkers, it's just like, there's varying levels of peacocking on mm, our part. Right. Yup. And I know, <laughs> I know because I am. Is that right? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I know yep. other people are doing that same thing too. Um, it is just so you know, helpful to hear that I am not the only one that's doing that in our relationship, mm. you and me. I, I, I think that yeah. when you're talking about you and Aaron, I feel that way about Jessica, where she knows things about me that are so dark mm-hmm. and yet she still loves me. Mm. And so when I say I like to impress her, I don't do that because I think if I don't, she'll leave me. Right. That's right, right. that's like kind of the positive spin on it. Um, I think you're hitting on the deep desire of I want to be known fully so I don't have to impress. And that kind of – that's so rare. So rare. Dude. And even though I feel like we know each other real well, it's still there. It's, I don't know. I don't quite know what to do with it, but uh, again, I want to name that so people might feel less lonely in where they're at. Yeah. Wow. Well, our our friendship is so not performance based. Yeah. That we can talk about some shiznick <laughs> and not worry about it. It's it's when it's when you're having to put up a facade around other people mm-hmm. or impress other people um, that. Because I like what I'm impressed by with you is your steadfastness and your faithfulness. You could give a sermon in front of a million people that blew everybody away, but I'd be like, oh, that was cool. <laughs> so why why don't I but, believe why don't I believe you? I do actually wait, that's not true. I believe yeah. you. So then why do I still have this in me? I don't know. My Tommy gun. It's my Tommy gun don't. I believe you. It's, it's my like Tommy gun don't. It's, it's like the, I believe help my unbelief is what it is, right? That's okay. Look, forget home alone. Let's go straight to Jesus. You're right. Yeah. I believe. Yeah. It, it's wow. a it's a really odd I fully believe it. And I'm not sure why I act the way I act. So there this there's this other thing that was came out of nowhere for me, but I get, which is this people trying to impress strangers and acquaintances. And I was like, I don't get this. But the minute right. people started talking, and I was like, oh. So I just said, can you clarify? <laughs> yeah. And uh, this one listener said, I don't spend a lot of time trying to impress my close friends or my family because I know they love me. 
but I feel like I waste a lot of time trying to be better for the second or third tier friends, a.k.a. acquaintances. Why do I care about them anyway? Question mark, exclamation point, who, question mark. Who am I trying to impress anyway? <laughs> That's the that question. That weird guy. Yeah. Or like girl, right? Yeah. And then uh, another listener who was explaining this to me ended it this way. I think I spend slash waste more energy on people who don't even have a direct impact on my life than those who actually do. And that does sound familiar to me. Why do I waste so much time and energy trying to impress people I'll never see again? Or people that I have I'm acquaintances with, but they haven't, they can't fire me from a job. They can't, you know what I mean? But I'm still like trying to impress. I don't know. I mean, where, I don't know. I, I don't know. Where that comes from. Why? I mean, okay, I, uh, I've always got personal. I mean, man, I have got examples at the ready for every single one of these. And I didn't even prepare. But I, I think about, I mean, I prepared a lot, but not for this. <laughs> yeah. Like, why, when we go to the pool in our neighborhood, mm-hmm. do I care? give a friggin' rip what our neighbors <laughs> think about my minor carb beer gut right now? Like, why am I... You know, I, okay. So okay, here here's an example. We have we have like two trees in it. We have twin pines mall in our front yard, like okay. two huge yeah. maples that I'm super proud of. I love them. Mm-hmm. And a lightning struck or something, and so this huge uh, branch, um, like branch, came and it's just hanging mm-hmm. there for like half a year. And I was like, I don't know how to get that out of there. <laughs> right? Yeah. What like, do I know? I'm gonna need to rent a crane or a super huge ladder, and it's gonna be a huge mess. Yeah. And so we went to the pool this summer and uh-huh. just an acquaintance neighbor was like, hey, man, want me to help you with that thing? I see it every <laughs> oh, day. No. And it's so exposed. You've been yeah. exposed. Yeah. In front of like, again, minor acquaintances. I mean, these these are neighbors. So it's yeah. higher level than like the Banana Republic employee <laughs> or the Saks Fifth Avenue. That's like you're wearing like that, like that, you know what I mean? To, to my yeah. store. Right. Um. But and they were like, "Oh yeah, I saw that." Another guy was like, "Yeah, dude, when are you gonna fix that, dude?" <laughs> oh no, this sounds like a. Are you sure this wasn't a nightmare? Yeah, was this a nightmare? I was also naked, but with my rash guard on. Uh, <laughs> just rash guard. <laughs> just cover up just the top. That's my worst what? part. <laughs> yeah, the bottom. I don't mind. <laughs> My legs are okay. <laughs> oh. Um, yeah, it's it, so it, it's. I can think of examples too where I'm like, I'm never gonna. Alex called it NSA. You'll never see him again. Oh. What do I care? I, never NSA. see him again. Alex. So Alex, I, it would be. I feel like if we had if we had Alex on this episode, he'd be like, "Don't care." Hundred <laughs> percent. Like, I don't I know that that's true, but he comes off that way. That's what I mean. And so there's also, I, I actually listened to a couple sermons on this. There is also the effect of like I don't like the person that doesn't care what anybody thinks. But the thing is, they want to be known uh-huh. as the person that doesn't care about what people thinks, which is caring about what people think. You're naming one of my pet peeves in, in personalities. Okay. Is like, you can't, f- I just feel like just going up to these people and say, you can't fool me. 
I see right through you. You see the inside out brain inside their head. That's <laughs> yes, like <exactly>. alert. <laughs> I know, totally. We're a total fraud. Do you think they can see through us? Of course not. We're wearing eyeshadow. Being cool is so exhausting. Um, well, okay. I, I think we should probably start bringing this to a close. I maybe this whole th- this whole um, question thing is mostly so people don't feel alone in yeah. some of these questions that bang around in their head. But I did mention to you that this is not as much of an issue to me anymore as it used to be ten years, twenty years ago. Yeah. So I want to I want to talk about that. <clears throat> so I have a couple Gomer's a couple more Gomer's tips. Well, actually, it's more, I just feel like I'm just going to zip through some ways that it has changed in me. Great. So this is going to seem really weird, but one of them has to do with Tim Keller. Oh, oh, Don't don't get too excited because it's not a great story. Oh, no. That's okay. I'll I'll, I'll follow up with it. It's when he wrote that article about our ministry. Oh, right. And said something that I... Consider very misguided. Huh. And uh, he kind of was talking about the state of college ministry and how bad it was. And he called our ministry out. He's an alum of our ministry. Right. And for about an hour or two, I was so upset. Hmm. And then something switched. Something just clicked in me. And I was like, this guy doesn't know me. Why do I need to impress him? Yeah. And because I'm a seven, that's a he- I'm in the head triad. Sometimes when I just recognize something practical, something clicks in me and I just don't struggle with it as much anymore. That's um that is a gift, my friend. So you are in the heart triad, so this is harder for you. <laughs> I mean, where your heart at, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. <laughs> yeah, totally. Oh. Um, so there was this moment there where I was like, it makes no sense for me right now to want to impress this stranger. Hmm. And for some yep. reason, that was a turning point in my life. Um, and wow. so for some people, it just takes some practical reminders and remembering of what matters. Yep. Um there was another point where, you know, in my field, success often is the same thing as numbers. And there was a point right. where, you know, like, is my ministry big? Is my church big? Is my parachurch numbers big, right? How many people I'm affecting? And right. there was a point where my boss told me, I don't care about numbers. Wow. And I felt like, a thousand pound weight was taken off of my shoulders and I, and I stopped needing to impress people with numbers. Um, and then this feels a little bit strange to say, but I just, for the past four or five years have just had other harder things to worry about (laughs) that. Yeah. That worrying about who to impress has gone away almost completely. Yeah. So that, that was funny when we were talking about that, the other day yeah uh, was you were like dude i just have bigger crap to worry about now <laughs> <laughs> like in and maybe that's le- you know leveling up maturity wise yeah i don't know and also just life gets complicated and yeah you know 
like what the Joneses think about me isn't as important anymore as being a faithful, you know, mm-hmm. steward of what I've been given or I think this that's huge it. mess I'm trying to clean up in my house. <laughs> right. Like called your it's, just, it's a it's a time <laughs> issue. It's like a brain space issue, right? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have yep. the space. <clears throat> now, there are things we also were talking about this on the phone where we were just like, we both different things keep different people up at night. And so if impressing other people is a giant in your life and not in mine, no judgment. There's giants right. in my life too. Yeah. Um, and so I think that there's just like, um, but none of these, that's why none of these are tips. Right. Because they're just things that happen in my life that I embraced. I kind of feel good about this. I embraced yeah. as ways to put this other thing that has kind of, uh, been a reality in my life into it, 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 like I've just decreased it, minimized it. Okay. Um, what about you? Do you feel like you have practical, any further practical thoughts on this? Yeah, actually, I mean, of course, you know me, I had wrote down a whole page of practicals. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, but let me just, let me just share three. Okay. So I, I, I feel like, uh, impressing and getting the approval of others is is based in a like a deep need mm-hmm. for security, yeah. Um, to be seen, to have meaning, and a way to practice this that I've worked mm-hmm. on really really hard. Mm-hmm. And I mentioned this in the free episode, but is to not go on stage or to something I'm doing needy. Right. Yeah. Yep. I remember and this. Uh, specifically with the need for approval and specifically, this is what I wrote it down when I was like on a walk. I was like, I don't need to go into a place looking for an attaboy. <laughs> I like that. That's good. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, and so what I mean by that, if somebody doesn't know is like you go to work and you just want to hear like attaboy. Nice. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, because you're going to go to a lot of places and you're not going to get that. Yeah. Now I feel like I'm talking to a kid or a student, but <laughs> We are no. adults and we are desperately seeking an attaboy. Uh-huh. Yep. Um, and then two can others. You be, can you be satisfied with yourself without one? Well, I mean, that would go into a whole nother thing, which is giving compliments to others in order to get a compliment for yourself. <laughs> yeah. Right? We've like, talked about that before. I didn't That's receive an attaboy sure. and I'm going to dole out some attaboys because I am a natural born encourager. Uh-huh. And maybe then I'll get an attaboy. Well, and if you're not a natural born encourager, you will withhold the attaboy mm. because you have not received one. Now, I physically don't know what that's like. <laughs> you, do you know what I mean? Like, yes, I don't know what withholding like that feels like because uh-huh. I, as a as a recipient of that, uh, it's like it's I it's it's like the worst. I'll tell you when I've done it. It feels gross. Mm. It feels like the attaboy is rotting inside me. And I have to get it out. You so eat frogs and then spit out attaboys. Um, <laughs> practice the quiet place. Mm-hmm. Do awesome stuff that nobody will see. Great practical. Thank you for naming that. That's good. Yep. Like, dude, I don't. Uh, this uh, I'm just gonna prop myself up and tell everybody. I'm not going to. It's gonna tell okay. something cool that I did. And that I you have experienced that, so have I, and it's a beautiful thing. And you don't, yeah. and it it's beautiful in a very different way than doing it to impress other people. 
Yep. Because when you have that thing that you want to mm-hmm. share, just savor it and enjoy it. Love. I mean, um, don't yeah. take a picture of it. Just savor it. Enjoy <sighs> it. Sheesh. And then finally, my pendulum, because this is such a giant in my life, uh-huh. can swing okay. really far to the like, I don't care what people think or I'm going to practice that. And therefore, I stop caring about people. Yep. And Great call. And I have many times, yeah, I don't want to say cursed but like I have many times, um, yeah, just well, screw not, them. I- exactly. Yep. That's what I mean. Like not cared, and so like, oh well, I'm gonna I'm gonna try with a with a a, a really strong uh, effort to not care what mm-hmm. people think, but it can swing the other way, and you stop loving people, and that is ultimately what we're called to do is to love others. So when you stop yep. caring about what people think, still care about people. That's my tweet. And and I love the free thing because then you're like if you if your goal is freedom, mm-hmm. then you can feel free to be impressed by other people. You can feel free to care for them deeply. You can feel free to be who you are, wherever you are and with whoever you are. Um so I think that's the goal. Which is why we, the, the, why I'm so excited about asking some of these core questions because most of them are questions that keep us from actually being free. Mm-hmm. All right, one more thing. Can I just add one more practical thing? Yes, absolutely, for sure. Again, this is my lived experience. Mm-hmm. It feels different than a tip. It's just like one of the things that I've noticed as I've looked back at my life when it comes to this process of maybe shrinking the giant a little bit. Mm-hmm. Of impressing other people. Yeah. And I know we talk about this all the time. Yeah. But it's a reality in my life I wanted to name before we're done with this conversation, which is I think that this reality not being so present and controlling in my life has a lot to do with the fact that I am almost completely off of social media. Mm. Wow. And so... We were texting about this and I was thinking like from when we started this podcast and Facebook was getting big and smartphones were really coming onto the scene and we were both on Twitter. Remember all that? Yep. And then Instagram came along and you also, you always have such, it's just so present. Mm -hmm. I would say from those times, I'm like 90% less on social media than I was then. Mm. Yeah. And we've tipped and tipped and tipped about taking it off of your phone, right? Yeah, right. And so that's the practical tip on it. But I think that it's just it, it – I'm out of the water of the game of impressing one another. I'm part of the yep. game. I'm a player. <laughs> yep, don't, don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> but it's not only me. Right. That is trying to that struggles with impressing other people or doesn't struggle, just does it. Yeah. Right. And so being off of social media so much and that being so much less of a part of my life, I'm I I don't have to play the game as much. And that's huge. 
Yeah, you you like, I mean, like, let's go back a hundred years. Actually, forget that. Let's go back pre two thousand seven. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, but I mean, go go way back though, mm-hmm. and think about how the giant of impressing or or gaining the approval or the, the you know the seal mm-hmm. of approval from others uh, would be so much less in an era where you're not seeing everybody's everything or at least you're not seeing everybody's highlights and, um, yeah right so, it's all IRL right you're only worrying about impressing people that are actually physically with you instead of also your online presence yep and 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 then there's the the amount of people you're comparing to uh, or trying to impress is super low, and also just the amount of people you know, or still know, right? There still are a lot know. of people on my social that follow me on social media, where I'm like, <laughs> just <laughs> 20 years ago, I wouldn't still be in contact with these people. <laughs> For sure. Yep. So I mean, yeah. that's huge. Yeah. And I can say. That this past January um, of being off, mm-hmm. it, it makes me feel a lot more like that. I think okay. there is a litmus test for yourself. Mm. I, I was thinking about making like a quiz. I never did because we just have lots of things going on. Like a quiz because if you've, you know, we're, we're nearing the end of this episode, these episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I just spoiled it. <laughs> That we know that this is a two-parter. Guess what, everybody? Right. We're recording the end of this episode that you're hearing right now. Well, actually, no. Just like it's a sliver of this episode that we're recording right now that is actually a week after we recorded right. what we just... Yeah. Anyways. Yep. Um, through the magic of podcast editing. Um, mm-hmm. But like a litmus test, for, if you don't think you struggle with this... Mm-hmm. Or you don't think this is something, and what and or or just or just a test about uh, if you do something, and mm-hmm. you imagine telling this person or that person about yeah. it, yeah, yeah, uh, like oh man, I can't wait to do that because mm-hmm. then I can share it so that hopefully that person sees it and you'll scroll through the things and see like who saw my story. <laughs> so dumb <laughs> that is like who saw my story is like the lowest form of like what why even is that a thing of like the 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 most dopamine hit searching yeah what is the purpose of that besides knowing that one other person that you hope you're impressing saw it yeah like tapped on their phone their their piece of aluminum and glass and saw a picture you tapped into it I mean, because I, I I shared this, but you know, I tagged John Foreman. Like I think mm-hmm. when, when we went, right, and Lily found uh, one of his guitar picks that he threw on the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he saw it, and mm-hmm. I had ten more pictures, and he tapped through all of them, and I was wow. like, I was like, that's cool. But you know what that's like? I arrived. Go, I know, but you're like, you just know he just went like tap 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 tap. <laughs> Like maybe even to be nice. Maybe he knows people do that. You know, like <laughs> that would be nice of him if he did it just to be nice. Um, I, when, I know I just said there's one more thing, but I have one more thing, which is uh, it is nice to have someone in my life that actually is really super healthy in this. Hmm. And... I want to be careful about how I'm saying this. 
Okay. It's not that Jessica doesn't care about people like you were saying earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She is not a person that doesn't care what people think about her and so doesn't care about other people. Mm-hmm. Um, she cares deeply about people. She's high empath. She is, you know what I mean? She feels mm-hmm. what other people feel. She's she's one of the most caring people I know. Mm-hmm. But this thing about impressing other people mm. is like, I asked, we were talking about it this morning. She was just like, uh, a God dealt w- with me around that in college. Oh my gosh. When I, when I was a performance major and I was like, I do not want to live in this world hmm. and I do not want this to run my life. Dang. And she said, she was like, what can I say? I, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not beholden to other people in that way. Hmm. And I was like, teach me. <laughs> I know, you know, you're like, how can I... You know, Matrix style have that <laughs> plugged in. You know, like uh, teach me how to fly that helicopter and how to not fear the approve for the approval of others or or yep. impress others with my performance and actions. Yes, and she she said something interesting this morning where she was like, "I care about how people treat me, mm. but yep. I don't I don't care to impress them." Yep. Um. So. It, this I guess this is like a tip that's really hard, which is those people are very far, few and far between. But if you can find one, marry them. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, that's great. You know, what I'm thinking is she was formed into that over the course of, you know, some inciting incidents in college. Yes. And then has become naturally that kind of person. And there's probably something about just the way she is, like, you mm-hmm. know, like naturally, like sometimes we're going basically against our nature. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm a four and I'm a performer, not only like, like literally. Yeah. And so right. it's in my nature to want to walk on a stage and impress people or at least not make a fool right. of myself, yeah. et cetera. Mm-hmm. You know, not, you know, the, 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 the thing that I talked about before, the fear of failure, the fear of, fear of imposter syndrome, all the things that cu- creep into a performer. Yeah, it's it's weird because part of her process was getting out of that world. I, yeah, and so I wonder if she hadn't done that, if her life had would have been different. But you're right; it's doesn't. It's not only personality. Like this person just is good at it or bad at it, right? Right. Good or bad is also a value thing that probably can't be laid mm. on this anyway. Sure, sure. But um, you know, it's thirty years of also work. Mm-hmm. Of being freed from something like this. Mm. So, and it's not easy for a one, which she is, which is a perfectionist. Totally. Uh, I was thinking so, that. yeah, I, I think that my kind of my, I'm, I guess I'm sort of saying this lightly and fun, like find somebody, but also not. Like if there's somebody in your life where you're like, man, teach me, help me learn, mm-hmm. like help me, help me become better. Uh, at this, then I would say, ask that person good questions and learn from them. Mm, that's so good. I mean, I'm, I was just thinking the classic line, come to me, all ye who are weary and heavy laden mm-hmm. <laughs> with the the burden of the approval oh, yeah. of others. Yeah. You know, get, yep. take that off. I mean, my, my favorite pencil, dude, my black wing pencil that I always have with me on my stand is the, uh-huh. the one, it's the John Lennon one. 
mm-hmm. that says, don't carry the world upon your shoulders. Mm-hmm. That's my pencil. Like I, I mm-hmm. want 10 more of those. Well, beautiful sentiment and a beautiful pencil. I love the design of that one. Me too. But I have it, I have it placed on mm-hmm. my music stand so I can always read it. Wow. That's um, awesome. I had that, one that, that might be a tip too, like have something in front of you <laughs> to remind yeah. you of these things. I mean, yeah. even a little totem mm-hmm. like that. Great call. Um, or, you know, I mean, I've heard uh the practice of of you know writing down uh things you're grateful for and mm-hmm. on a piece of paper and putting it in your pocket and you feel it every yeah. time you go in your pocket, or uh, you know, um I just carried that little piece of paper that said stop striving. Right. I mean, I carried it so long it finally ripped in half. You can't uh-huh. read it anymore. But it's like Do you do you still carry it? I, it's in my money you can't clip. Read it anymore? Yeah. Yeah. There's something about that Actually, physical totem. It says it said quit striving, not stop striving. Ooh, I like that. And it finally ripped in half. So one one piece just says quit. <laughs> might be something there too (laughs) quit um i had just one final thought dude great uh something that impresses me dude Mm. and i realized this because my favorite book of the last two years probably was the the uh, the authorized biography of eugene peterson i've talked about it like Mm -hmm. 10 times Mm -hmm. but is he finished well Mm mm-hmm He's one of those dudes that had integrity, and Tim Keller's the same way. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the, there are these people that were calm, were long obedience in the same direction, and finished well. Mm. Uh, and that, just like the faithfulness stuff that we always come back to, that's impressive. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if we can reverse engineer lives like that and you know, inject that into our habits and practices as we go forward. Uh, I, I, th- I think there is something really deep there about if we can realign what impresses us, mm. then maybe it can actually have an effect on how we, <laughs> it, it could maybe free us from the shallower things that we are trying to impress other people with. Mm. That's so good. So I love that. Having some people where you're like, you know what? That redefines what I'm what I'm impressed by. And so maybe that brings my life into some more places of depth. Yeah. It's like on the the map, like the cartography. Like mm-hmm. I want to follow in those footsteps. Mm-hmm. You know, it yep. gives you a a new map. Got the totem you're carrying with you. Yeah. Totem with totem to carry with you and a new map yep. on where to go. That's good. And an easy light yoke. I love it. So many Sweet. images. <laughs> but it's like I need those, bro. hundred percent. Me too. And even the word free. When you said Jessica and free, mm-hmm. that free, it's like it that word mm-hmm. does something to my physical body. That's awesome. My hands. Mm-hmm. Mm. Find that listener, find that kind of thing that brings you freedom. Yep. Then you can feel free to be impressed by other people. You can feel free to care for them deeply. You can feel free to be who you are, wherever you are, and with whoever you are. Um, so I think that's the goal, which is why we, the, the, why I'm so excited about asking some of these core questions, because most of them 
are questions that keep us from actually being free. Mm-hmm. That's just my gut. Now, we're, I think we're going to talk. One of the questions we have is like, what would you say to your younger self? That one's going to be fun. Or yeah. should, I, should I dye my beard? Well, <laughs> nope. That one has to do with appearance and principle. <laughs> Never mind. That one's probably not going to be so light. But <laughs> to go gray or not to go gray, right? Isn't right. That what I that can't is? wait to talk about these. Um, yep. Okay, bro. Should we get into what's giving us life this week? Yeah, let's do it. All right, here we are in What's Giving Us Life this week. We've gone real long, but I promised at the beginning we were going to do What's Giving Us Life at the end of yep. every episode. Yep. Um, and anyways, I love ending this way because we always end on a high. Yes. Um, I'll start because you did your tip first. Perfect. Okay. I know I've talked about this as a What's Giving Me Life this week, but there's a specific reason this week I'm talking about my five-year journal. Mm. Yep. So... I love my five-year journal for a lot of reasons. It gives me a better perspective on life. It gives me, it just helps me not, it actually takes anxiety down because I can read back and see I was really worried about that and I didn't have to. I was trying to impress mm. this person. Why was I doing that? Like it really uh-huh. helps me be a much more self-aware person. This morning I read that um, we had asked Noah to come home for the weekend because we were telling the boys that Chewy was dying. A year ago. We thought he had cancer. We thought he had a tumor. Um, He had all this skin stuff. And the doctor was like, well, we can try this medicine. It's not going to work. Or we can do this surgery that's going to be like cost prohibitive. We would have had to cancel our trip to Ireland. That's how much it would have cost. (sighs) Wow. And so we decided as a family, we're not going to do that. And we're just going to let Chewy have a good rest of life. It was a devastating time together. I remember that. And a year later, he's alive and kicking, kicking mm-hmm. hard. Right behind you, right? He is, no, he, he he just was kicking the door trying to get out, so I let oh. him out a little bit okay. ago. Um, <laughs> healthy old dog. And mm. so I just, yeah, it helps me remember and be thankful. Oh, so, so good. It really set my day in a, it just started my day right. And so I love my five-year journal for a lot of reasons, but this morning it really gave me a lot of life. Wow, that's great, dude. We should get Levenger to sponsor the podcast. (laughs) Please, you can read about your dog not dying. (laughs) That's that's, that's incredible. I'm so happy. Yep. That rules. What about you? Um, Okay, so quick update. Uh, Been doing Lose It Now for a few weeks. Been loving that. Awesome. Uh, If you go back to our Patreon episode about kind of a, a new health kick of 2024. Yep. I'm really trying to be free of some things once again, just, you know, all, all the things. Um, but mm-hmm. one thing that has really brought me life, dude, we were going to do this awesome grilling session. And mm. uh, man, dry hundred is really hard. And <laughs> it, and it is hard because I love cracking a cold one. Okay. I'm just going to name that. It's, okay. It's part of when the you're liturgy too, right? Uh, dude, you light up a hot one and you crack a cold one. It's just it's <laughs> it's like the best. It's great. Okay? And you mm-hmm. can you can make that a coke, you can make that a liquor, right? We've sure. done all that yep. stuff. I'm off soda, I'm off all that. Um mm-hmm. And I was at the grocery store. It just got to be a cold one. 
right? right? Just just can be a cold one. A, uh, you know, double shot Starbucks, double espresso. <laughs> yeah. But my buddy Tommy, who inspired me to the Dry 100, mm-hmm. told me about this stuff called Athletic Brewing Company non-alcoholic beers. Okay. And like I remember my uncle used to drink O'Doul's. I was just going to say, is it like O'Doul's? But doesn't O'Doul's have like a reputation for tasting disgusting? Uh, or not? I've never had it. Me neither. Okay. If you, if you, okay. When my buddy Tommy told me about it, I laughed. I was like, that's like decaf coffee. <laughs> you know, so mean. It was so stupid. I feel awful. And I went up to him and I apologized. Also, uh-huh. I love decaf coffee, which is also hypocrite warning stupid. Um <laughs> It has a, it has its place. So, anyways, I was gonna do this awesome grilling session. We got these amazing flank steaks, and um, I saw at Publix they had Athletic Brewing Company. Uh-huh. They have the Run Wild IPA and the Free Wave Hazy IPA. Okay, non-alcoholic beers. Yeah, I got them, and they are so good. Really, they are. I, I I'm not kidding. That's why I repented to Tommy. Good. Sometimes and you gotta repent, like when you made fun of me putting bacon in Superdiscana yep, before had to we started recording today. I had to repent, and then you you gave me a true, sincere apology for <laughs> poo pooing that idea. <laughs> right, um, I did. They are really good, and so awesome. Uh, I I would seriously recommend this. They're non alcoholic beers. They and they've shown me that like I like the act more than mm-hmm. the alcohol. And I did not alliterate on right. purpose. That just came out. No, um, it's I like, like when it's like when people quit smoking, right? But a lot of uh-huh. that is the like hand motion stuff that they need to figure out, right? Like yep. the, it, it's it, the mouth feel and all that stuff, mm-hmm. muscle memory. Yep, it's really good. All right, it's say super the name good. of it again so it's people can write it down. Athletic Brewing Company, non-alcoholic beer. I cannot believe I'm saying that, but it is so good. Uh, Great. Free Wave Hazy IPA is my favorite. They also have a dark that um, apparently is really good. I haven't tried, but okay. if you like dark beers, it's a home run, dude. Awesome. Wow. Listen, don't judge Anthony. He's not trying to impress anybody here. He's just telling you his truth. I am not. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just telling you. that. That's why Like, I literally don't care because I'm like... It's good. If you don't like it, don't drink it. It's good, yeah. Listen, he loves it. There's true love here, so who cares? He doesn't need to impress. All right, everybody. Well, uh, let us know what you thought about this app, and if you have any other core questions you want us to ask, we'd really like to hear that. The best way to contact us is on Instagram. You can go uh, find us there at at 2Gomers, and everything that you'd need to know is in our link tree, which is in our bio. You can call us on the Gomer phone. That number is 608 622-7669. That's 608-NAB-PONY. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe or follow us on whatever podcast app you're listening to right now. Thank you to Davis for our music, Jason and Eric for our graphics, Adam, our webmaster. Now listen to this. Mm. Annie, we love our Annie. We love our Annie. Our social media guru, and she will forever be our social media guru. But she's got a new little one. And so we say farewell to Annie as our social media coordinator. But she will always be our social media guru. We are retiring yep. that title. Yep. And so Lindsay yep. is our new social media coordinator. And I think we're going to land on social media maestro mm. for her. 
Nice. So thank you to Lindsay, our social media maestro, starting right now, February 1st was her first day. Great. Thank you especially to Gomertrons. All of our Gomertrons, those are the folks who subscribe to our second podcast, The Bonus Disc, on Patreon. Not only home to our monthly movie show, Perfect Movie, where we just covered Return of the Jedi, and we're doing The Godfather. Ever heard of it? Jeez. In February. Wow. But extra episodes like uh, A Perfect Movie Robot and upcoming ridiculous episodes like that and much more up to four episodes per month depending on the level at which you subscribe all that and more is at patreon.com slash gomers we welcome your support and we thank you dang dude let me read to you my mm. memory my first memory verse of january 2023 i'm ready proverbs is it 29. the one that like dr knudsen said yep but i didn't finish it Proverbs okay, 29, I want to hear it. 25, fear of uh-huh. man, or you could also say the approval of others or mm-hmm. impressing others, will prove yep. to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. Mm. Love it. All right, everybody. Great app. Super fun, man. And remember, everybody, if we can ask ourselves these core questions, mm-hmm. dig deep. Oh my gosh, dig deep. Mm. Talk to a friend about all the things you can too. And happy running. <laughs> <laughs>